But like, Kristoff is one of those people that's a very slow startle, and then he like basically he's ramps a big it up. Finisher, though. Yeah, he ramps it up like <laughs> he ramps it. Up, he ramps it up at the end. Like he he. <laughs> which, I mean, it makes sense to get how he is, but like you know what I'm saying. That's um, the end of the podcast. We had a good run. That was, that was so yeah. good. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of My First Anime Podcast. This week, we are picking up with episode five of Yuri on Ice. I'm Chris Bailey, and my favorite jump is the Lutz. Uh, my name is <laughs> Salvador Sanchez, also known as Monkey. I'm glad we're doing this ad-lib shit again. My favorite jump is um, the Will Smith song. <laughs> my name's Anthony Vaught, uh, and my favorite jump is the Toe Flip. The Will Smith song. Don't, don't, don't. Is that Will Smith? No, it's Criss Cross. That's Mother not Will Smith. Okay. <laughs> My name is Salvador Santos, also known as Monkey. My favorite song is by Cross Kiss. Criss Cross. <laughs> Criss Cross. Before we jump into our episode, I'll do Chris's Anime Minute. <laughs> I've been on that music kick with Yuri on Ice and K-On. I started watching Carolyn Tuesday. That show's oh, real good. good. Yeah. I'm a sucker for music music as a storytelling device. So that show like speaks to me hard. I I did watch the very beginning of that. But I watched it when uh Netflix was um showing it, but they only had the first part of the season and I'm like, I'm not gonna watch this until I can see the whole thing at one time. Gotcha. Because yeah. I mean, I'll I I'll, I don't mind watching it, what you call it like weekly, like it's supposed to be, because that's how it's released in Japan. But Netflix have, fucking has the Anime, so now they release it by halves, which is really fucking mm-hmm. stupid. All I want to watch, all I want to do is just watch the fucking anime. Either make it weekly or send it out one go. That's all. Right. Why? I want to wait two months to watch the last nine episodes of Great Pretender for some reason. Oh, really? You did not finish Great Pretender? No, the last episodes are coming out in November, I think. <sighs> that fucking sucks. That's why, that's why I really do hate when Netflix picks up anime titles. Yeah. But yeah, it's a really good show so far. Music show by uh, Watanabe, who you know from Cowboy Bebop. No Yoko Kano, unfortunately, but there, it, there's a ton of musical collaboration in that show, um, including Taro Umabayashi, who does most of the music for Yuri on Ice. Are you watching Japanese or are you watching the dub? Always sub. Always. Okay. But uh, that's all I got going on. Oh, uh, I briefly... <laughs> so I said something at the end of Devil's a Part-Timer where I thought, like we talked about the Bacchano light novels. Yeah. There are 22 of them. Okay. And it is not over. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. So I was going to see if I could try and start reading Bacchano, but it's really hard to get. Or not really hard, but it's really expensive if you want to get the official translations. And all the non-official translations suck. So if you're listening to this and you know where I can find a good translation of the Bacchano light novels, hit me up. Random question. Is it on Amazon? Uh, yeah, $20 for the books, $10 for the Kindle versions. Man, those are really expensive. I think the yep. Konosuba ones are like four bucks. Uh, Bacchano's only hardcover. 
No, for like to read it online, or do you just want the? Well, because it's only hardcover, it jacks up the price of the digital version too. I downloaded um, like a fan translation, read about two pages, and it's like this is not how words are supposed to be structured. So, did you hear about the JoJo translations? No. Okay, so I forget which one it is. I think it's part four. But part four it did not get translated to English for so fucking long that the only way you could read it was some person's broken English, which was from he was from China. He did it as a uh, as a project, like as a translation mm-hmm. project or something like that. And there's an official term of it, like it's called like the something translation or something like that. That everybody's like, yeah, this is like if you was an original JoJo fan, this is how you read it was with this guy's translations. But it was like broken English. That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Which was, uh, what's it called? He was trans- translating from a Chinese student. But um, Monkey's Anime Minute or Anime News or whatever. I, whatever I want to discuss right now. Uh, still watching Haikyuu. Still watching the fucking Sonin title that's new right now. You guys know what I'm talking about. The fucking demon exorcist stuff. And um, something interesting popped out on my feed. Demon Slayer, which I'm a big fan of. I've read the manga, you guys, so I know everything about it. But the movie came out in Japan and destroyed the box offices. One little problem, though. Japan is one of those societies that does not like cosplaying. And the main character's outfit is very um, human, like anybody can wear, if you get what I'm saying. Uh-huh. It's like a green and black pleaded uh, jacket. And so anybody that has green or black pleaded anything, people are like, oh, you're like representing that anime Demon Slayer. Anthony has news? I've got news. I do. It's not very long, but I have decided to watch my first anime that isn't on this podcast. Oh, my God. What is it, dude? Please tell me something good. Please tell me you're something good. You're not going to be happy with what he's about to say. I can oh tell you my that because I think I know what it is. Please don't say Naruto. It's actually a tie between two things. I haven't brought it down yet. It's either going to be Attack on Titan or Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, I can. If you do both. Full Metal Alchemist, you have to do Brotherhood first. So Full Metal Alchemist originally came out when the manga wasn't complete. Sure. Um. So it's like at a, I probably like halfway through the series, which I think is I think the original is only twenty six. Um. They basically no, just start. Oh, it's a fifty as well. It's a fifty as well. Okay, they they basically just make up a bunch of stuff. Some characters like are completely changed or don't exist. Uh, Brotherhood is much more close to the original story, so it's the same, just a different telling. Yes, for the most part, basically. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this. So, um, Brotherhood is straight up better than mm-hmm. there was no Full Metal. The thing is, what Full Metal does better than Brotherhood is Full Metal gives you more. Um, what do you call it? Introduction to characters. It gives you more time with them. Sure. Brotherhood jumps you right in because Brotherhood's like, you already watched Full Metal. We don't have to discuss all this stuff over again. Yeah. But the, the, I don't think anything important is left out, really. Like, if you just go straight to Brotherhood, I don't think you'll be missing anything. That was my next question, was what is what I miss. So it, it's fine to watch Brotherhood, and I can decide later to watch. Ed doesn't like being short. Al's a suit of armor. You'll learn why. All right, episode five of Yuri on Ice, face beat red. It's the first competition, the Chugoku, Shikoku, and Kyushu Championship. Good hype, good hype. Oh, there's exclamation points. 
<laughs> I have to read those. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the episode title. I thought you was giving it a summary. Nope. That's the episode title. <laughs> if we remember from last time, Yuri is being placed into the Grand Prix, uh, like the, the qualifying circuit, basically. Um, mm-hmm. He is the first or the oldest skater, so he gets to draw his like the first placement thing. He does not want to be first. Of course, <laughs> he gets first. And then we meet Minami Kenjiro. And uh, I don't think he comes back later. But Anthony, what's your impressions on this kid? He's the kid with the red hair. He's the main skater in this other event or the main other skater in this event. He's a blonde with the red hair. He's Yuri's fan. Yeah, yeah. So Minami is Minami is like Yurio is to Victor. Mm hmm. So, well, like Yuri. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yuri. Oh, yeah. Because Yuri like, and Victor are falling in love. I don't think that. <laughs> sorry, what's his name again? Minami? Yeah. And uh, I think Minami and Yuri's relationship. Uh, I like it. It's competitive. It's like, because there's no way in hell Yuri ever look, walked up to Victor and be like, I want to compete against you, <laughs> you know, in his mm-hmm. earlier years. <laughs> so that's why I think it's more like a Yuri-Victor relationship, which is, uh, but it seems happy. It's not very aggressive, like their relationship. Or I guess Yurio's and Victor isn't that aggressive either. It's just Yurio being like, let me prove myself to you. And Victor was like, okay, sure. I'll give you a chance. <laughs> yeah. Victor's and like, so, man, have you had these pork cutlet balls? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I didn't, I don't have anything like ill to say against him. Unfortunately, I didn't kind of realize this is how the show was going to go. Right. Because like they kind of transitioned from like, okay, here's the story to, okay, it's competition now, which is still uh-huh. part of the story. But now, okay, it's like, we're going to go through heroes, all his comp competitors. And you get to watch those. So this next four episodes, like this is the first of that segments of like, okay, you got new characters to pay attention to now. Yeah. And so I wasn't really taking too good of notes on this first episode about the new characters. And I th- I think this is it for new characters, though. I don't think there's anyone else coming in the last batch. Okay. Uh, just to finish that state or train of thought, um, I'm going to go ahead and say what, uh, like Minami, his, he had different music and I didn't like his routine as much. Okay. Or anything like that. But uh, not to say that I, it's just, it's probably honestly just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. Well, well, I mean, we'll get into that a bit more when we hit the performance part. Oh, okay. So remember that. Oh, you were just looking at first. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted your impressions of his character, but that's no, that, that's fine. Just remember that and we'll, we'll extrapolate on that a little bit later. We get Victor saying to Yuri, like, oh, yeah, it's cool, man. Just take it easy on this one. You know, work up to being good. Uh, to which Yuri remembers like or thinks like, oh, he doesn't remember that. I totally bombed Nationals last time. What does he mean? Take it easy. I have no confidence in myself. We head over also, to. <clears throat> yeah, I, I just want to before we get too deep. I, I like that there's a like a kind of a bit at the beginning, I think, <laughs> where he says the I should be informal wear bit. I love that bit. I love that bit With so Victor? much. It's one of my yeah. favorite bits. Yeah, it's right. It's literally my next thing. Uh, so we go over to the ice. Victor has changed into a tux. Uh, it's so good. Because uh, he's like, I should be in formal wear. And then I don't know. I don't know why he did this, but like uh, Yuri like collapses his face into his hands. And he's like, you're right. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no, no. The joke is like, uh, Yuri comes in and like, you changed. He's like, yeah, of course. I have to be in my formal wear. This is my first appearance as a coach. <laughs> yeah no i love that i was yeah. just, I, I even liked when yuri just like he's just fucking like buries himself in his face for no reason and he's like you're right like he's ashamed for some no reason well that might come up in a following episode if you remember that little nugget oh maybe not i'll keep an eye and you can address that i might not remember to circle back on it but we're definitely going to talk about what i'm alluding to for sure okay. the dog chilling on the rail is so cute <laughs> 
Yeah, I love his little tissue box dog. Victor's think, trying to think of how to encourage Yuri, and Yuri just skates off before he gets the chance. <laughs> um, Monaco in the audience notices that he's nervous. And, you know, Yuri doesn't do well when he's nervous. Yuri comes back after the warm-up. Victor's got... <laughs> Yuri describes him as prickly. because <laughs> He's got a very distressed face going on. And he tells Yuri to turn around. And he gives him a hug from behind and whispers into his ear, seduce mm. me with all you have. Holy fuck. This Hell guy. Yeah. Mm. I had to pause and go get some fucking water. <laughs> and then we get uh, Yuri's second performance of On Love Eros. Um, it's a lot of, we get a lot of internal narration from here. Um, first thinking about being like a pork cutlet bowl. That I'm he, going to be a beautiful pork cutlet bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, partway through, he's like, "What's why is like the response from the audience so lukewarm?" Uh, Yuri is Yuri is all like, "It doesn't matter as long as Victor likes my performance." He stumbles a bit. His triple turns into a double, and this basically we just get a whole thing of like he's very, very inside his own head in this performance and trying to analyze everything. Seems more uh, akin to like what we would expect from perhaps Yurio. And this is also like the, that reminded me of the, when you said he downgraded his triple to a double and then we kind of get on and offs, right? With the other characters kind of saying like, uh, he's going to do the quad now because he did that. Right. Uh huh. And then also like Victor is like, I told him, I told him not to do that, but I know he's going to do it. He's, he's being stubborn, but like, it's not like a bad thing. Yeah. And also, I think we even get some insight from the... Uh, what is the family called again? I'll, I've fucked up their last name. Yuri's family? No. Um, the family with the triplets. Oh. Uh, I don't remember their surname. But yeah, we... The husband-wife duo, they were even saying, like, <laughs> Yuri's stubborn. He's, he doesn't want to bring that down to a triple just because, like, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just some... I guess some more character development without... Since it's kind of interesting because Yuri's in his own world, right? Doing his thing and he's not actually, I don't think mentioned that I may be wrong there, but I don't think he talks about it. He just does it. Yeah. I I think that's kind of the impression we get from a lot of Yuri's performances up to this point is that he's not very analytical in it. Yeah. And I kind of like that. The the whole, uh, I like how they, it was character development. Like there's literally an inner monologue going on with Yuri, but we get character development through the outer part. Mm Mm-hmm. Of because I I mean I'm sure they probably hinted this before but that one that's when it clicked for me is like oh he's the stubborn little shit but like in a good way <laughs> you know I don't yeah know. And, and I mean to be fair we see that with a lot of the characters like in their monologues absolutely like, they stumble and like oh that was only a double that's fine I'll do I'll do an, I'll, I'll upgrade something to a triple later to make up for it so Yoey gets done with his um routine whatever it's called mm-hmm. it was short performance yeah. yes. Which do we know? I was going to resource this, but do we know what the difference between the short and the free skate is? I do yes. not. What? Uh, I mean, okay. Well, I say yes in the fact that what they gave to me, I understood. Okay. So I could be pulling this out of my ass. If you notice, the short performance is very much tuned to the music, right? It's 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 literally a performance. Everything that he does is to a beat, to a music, to a whatever. They pick music on the other one too, but the routine is not necessarily to the music. It's a free skate, so it's still planned, but it's not one hundred percent on beat. 
So it looks like the short program is designed to be more restrictive and technical, where the free skate has less restrictions and is a little bit more performance-based. Okay, oh, never okay. mind. I'm out of my ass. <laughs> that is based on a quick Google search. I want to apologize to all of the ice. Uh, it, it, it's fine, Anthony. It was just, it was just looking at um, Victor's ass, and you just can't It's think. so hard. Like, I was just listening to the music, and Yuri spinning, and I'm like, oh. Which, uh, actually, good point. You said uh, last episode that you didn't really take in any of the music. Any thoughts on Eros this time? Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, so, <laughs> I'm getting monkey vibes on this one. <laughs> Oh my god! Isn't really? that like? Well, I think I thought you mentioned that you liked it, but it's just they play it too much. Yep. And I, I mean, to be fair, you have to play it. It's a sports thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like it. And at the end of episode eight, I'm already like, all right, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and I don't think it helps that I'm binging the shows four at a time. This you was know weekly. I mean? when so I, I get arrows that. back to back to back. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you've only gotten it, I think, twice, and you're just going to get it one more time, I believe. Or uh, you've gotten it three times now. Yeah, there's one more, I believe. Yeah, three times. And it was like three times in an hour. And I, it's good. I don't think it's a banger like that. Uh, but honestly, I like the I like his routine. I like his routine a lot. Two yes, arrows. same. So, um, I, I think that's pro- part of why I think Eros is so strong for me, is yeah. you pay attention to his routine. And this show is so, like, it's so good at conveying the emotions through these sequences coupled with the music that for me at least like the subtle changes that are happening each time he does arrows like really really come through uh, yeah. see, that's the problem is is i'm just not paying hard attention enough whenever he changes stuff around the only thing i like about arrows was i think it's in arrows is his step routine mm-hmm. yeah that's my favorite part about arrows is his yeah. step routine i don't like Agreed. the fucking jumps i don't like any of this stuff i like seeing him step because it looks really good oh uh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, 100% agree, dude. He gets his score of 94.36. Uh, Victor hug, Victor's hugs him like it really will, doesn't he? He might. Yeah. And uh, also, Victor does scold him about like, oh, you could fix this, or you could fix this. Like, Victor's a perfectionist like mm-hmm. in skating. Like, he is a free spirit, but like, he takes skating very seriously. He's like, oh, we, we need to work on this. We got to work on this. We got, You didn't mess up on this. Like... It's a very different side of Victor, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, and but I mean, really to be cool. fair, yeah. also, like, we'll, we'll see a little later, like, he was kind of the same way in that he never listened to Yakov yeah. and just kind of did whatever he wanted. And this is his first time being a coach, so he's trying to figure it out. And he thinks he, he probably thinks he needs to be that kind of strict that Yakov was with him. I don't think he's being that kind of, st- I don't think he's, like, scolding Yui. I just think he's, like, we need to fix on this. this. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's like... He's not saying bad, bad Yui. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, no, he does it all of it with a smile on his face. But uh, the thing I love the most about this sequence of events that's happening is Victor is like, huh, it's weird. The fact you didn't break over 100 and this is not even an important event. Like, you should have you should have been able to just book 100. <laughs> he stays yeah. up, says that to you. I love it. Like, there's no reason for you not to break 100. Like, man, well, we see, though, that like, I don't know if you guys are paying attention to the scores everyone got. Yeah, I'm writing them all down. Uh, Well, there was, I'm pretty sure in this four episode list, there was only, Yuri got two over 100s, and I think one other person got over 100 of, like, the, I don't know, eight to ten routines we saw. Well, I think it's also important to remember that this is coming from the perspective of Victor. <laughs> We also oh, yeah, learned in the right. scene, which is constantly smashing his own world records. That's true. Yeah, he breaks his world record all the time. Which, again, you guys, 
I know this is a sports anime, but can we please talk about the fucking scoring? You can get over 100? How does that work? Does it go up to 15 instead? They do. They did talk about the scoring, but really, the scoring and it, it's pretty complicated. And I'm actually really glad that they didn't like really try to hammer it in. Oh no, no! It would just be really nice if the judges said, "Oh, oh, oh!" They said, "Oh, the judges can score up to twelve point five. Oh no, I think you can get an unlimited score. Can you get an unlimited score? Yeah, it's all based on what you do. So your step yeah. sequence is worth a certain amount of points. Each each flip you do is worth a certain amount of points. So the more flips you do, or sorry, uh, spins you do, but you're limited to the number of things though so there i mean there probably is like a theoretical limit we and we do get a little bit more of insight to it in with a korean skater a little later who's like okay that this jump was this and because of where it was positioned it gets a multiplier of this so i got this many points from that jump yeah but yeah whatever <laughs> we get another little bit of victor talking through uh <laughs> his little well his makachin tissue box which is very fun Minami is obsessed with Yuri, obviously, and he basically challenges him. And everyone, all the young skaters, get pumped up to do quads in their routines. They're all like, yeah, I want to yeah. do a quad, too. That was the door. I wrote, you get a quad. You get a quad. Everybody gets a quad. <laughs> Wait, is this before? Is this like after um, Minami sews off his costume to Yuri? I think so, yeah. This is one of my favorite parts of the episode. Is um, let's go. Minamin loves Yoi so much that he like he he wants to sew his costume to Yoi, and he sews his costume, and Yoi's like, "Oh my gosh, that's that's one of my costumes for my dark past." And and Minamin's like, "You don't have a dark past, Yoi." And it's like, (laughs) it's so good, it's so good because we finally notice one of Yoi's fans. With I'm just saying, Yoi is a good skater. Is this the fact that he lacks confidence, which is Mm -hmm. why he sucks so badly? Yeah, and I love this following scene, too, where uh, Victor kind of scolds him for, like, how are you going to motivate yourself if you can't, like, like motivate other people? Like, hell yeah. Read the fucking room. Get together. Let's do this, bro. That's such a good scene. Like, honestly, that's such a good coach moment. Yeah. Coach student thing. And, of course, it's them, too, so it's adorable. Mm Mm-hmm. That Yuri really takes that to heart, and when Minami goes out to do his free skate, he yells out, uh, good luck, Minami. <laughs> good luck! <laughs> so Minami does his uh, his routine, which, by the way... Which I like. Uh, yeah, his, his his whole like weird swing number kind of bops. Yeah, I, I like fun, and he's fun. Yes, agreed. Anthony, how do you feel about uh, Minami's performance? Uh, underwhelming. Okay. I, I agree with you. She, um, she, yeah, his routine was okay. It's fun, but I like Yuri's step sequence, and he doesn't have a very good step sequence. Um, I kind of like his choreography. You do? My, okay. I mean, yeah, I think it goes really well with the 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 swing aesthetic he has going on. Okay. Yuri is watching him, and he's like, "Oh man, he's he's good, but he's like so inconsistent. It reminds me of me." <laughs> <laughs> we get his final score of a two fourteen ninety seven, and this is where we get the back slap, which I had to rewatch like three times to be like, "Wait, hold on, he didn't slap him on the ass, did he?" No, <laughs> no, he wouldn't have. Yeah, he did not. <laughs> that was a good back slap. <laughs> I just yeah. love it. Uh, I wrote LMAO at the end of it. <laughs> uh, how, Yuri's new costume, guys, isn't a new one. Yeah. It's like that dark purple one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the purple V-neck with the, the blue blood. Yeah, I'm about yep, it, honestly. I, I remember that. Yeah. I'm I about it. Yeah. I mean, this is coming from a dude who had, like, eyewear cutoffs and, like, fucking blue jeans. 
So he does his performance to Yuri on Ice. I believe this is the first. Oh, hold up. Hold on. I'm going to pull a monkey and bring this shit back. Do it. Victor applied chapstick. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Minami lost his shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I put same, bro. I fucking, I think I popped a half chub right there. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Bro, I'm being tested. That's all I had. I had. Okay. So he does Yuri on Ice performance. And this time... I love this because now we get it. The all the narration comes from Victor on this one. Yes, I put that down. I was like, that was so kind of cool. Is the swap of the uh, the swap of the inner the inner workings? Yeah, same intro. Yeah. Um. So he he's basically taking us through like, oh, the piece starts or it's meant to chronicle Yuri's career, and it starts when he was fighting alone. He and Victor realizes that oh, he's changing the jump elements. Okay, little shit. <laughs> I see what you're doing. You're kind of... I wonder who he takes after. <laughs> yep. Then, as it progresses, he's like, okay, this is when I showed up as coach. It keeps progressing. He's like, this is... Oh, this is when he realized something like love. He's not really nailing his jumps, but the audience is still captivated by his performance. Mm-hmm. Dude, I fucking love Monaco's face when they cut to her real quick. She's oh. got, like... That's the teacher. She always has the banner. Oh, that's right. I yeah, keep, it's the ballet teacher. I keep forgetting. I 100% forgot about her. I don't know how to describe her face, but I just I know. love it. So she's I, the one with the brown long hair. No, no, I mean, I, I don't remember how to describe her face that she's making in this scene, but it was so good. It, was it like proud crying? No, it was very much like it was just frozen in a look of like. I didn't think he had this. Part, part of that and part like, what the fuck is he doing? But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a good face, though. And then he slams his head into a wall <laughs> and finishes his performance with the point at Victor uh, after the fanfare. Well, any uh, any notes on his performance? Uh, I I think it worked really well as an introduction to this, like the Freescape version of this whole thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, like this is actually we'll discuss it later. OK, uh, anything to say on his performance, Monkey? I, just the bloody nose thing is okay. kind of hilarious and kind of dumb. I actually don't like the bloody nose thing. I don't think it's that funny. I kind of wish they didn't put it in. I didn't laugh, but I I was just kind of like, that's. I felt like that was a, that's what you get Yeah, for changing the elements. Well, see, I like it because he goes to hug Victor, and Victor's like, oh, wait, you got a bloody nose. Hold on. No, I'm good. And he like runs Let me away dodge that. Yeah. Uh, I do have something about his, like, I I think they just reinforced here that he's an excellent step sequence skater. Mm-hmm. And that's where he gets most of his point or his consistent points from, so he can risk in the jumps. Yeah, he gets a lot of it from performance, but he falters on, like, the technical stuff. Yeah. Like you said, I like Yuri's steps. Whenever he, whenever I see that step sequence, I just like it. Um, I'm just going to say, though, it's either this episode or the next episode, but this is the first time I caught the animation actually looking pretty bad for skating um i mean they there's definitely a couple of times where they use a lot more of their budget like yeah this anime despite what it is didn't have like a huge budget yeah this is the one time i wish i could watch this on blu-ray and see how well they do it but like there's some animation like inconsistencies are really bad like those times when you're always really fucking skinny and it's like, you're not that skinny. Like, you're always not that skinny. You know what I'm saying? I think I actually saw that a lot with some of the other guys. Yeah. yeah it's just like when they go up for the jump, the I others. think they do that on purpose. 
I think they you, they definitely like use their budget on the more important sequences, though. Yeah. Yuri gets a score of two ninety five fifty six or two fifty nine point fifty six. Gets hugged, and then Minami and everyone else wants autographs from Yuri. That's that's kind of cool. I forget who says it. I think I don't know if it's Yuri or Victor, but it's like, oh yeah, while he was out there, the usual worry turned into fun. Like it wasn't a perfect performance, but at a certain point, he stopped worrying about it being good and just enjoyed it, and that came through. Uh, we get, we get a little bit of Mila taunting Yurio, which <laughs> I forgot how much of that there was, and it's always fun. I forget what she says. Just saying, if we ever trade body pillows, that's she's my number one contender. <laughs> we get the press conference. Yeah, we get the press conference where everyone is announcing what their themes are going to be for the Grand Prix, and Yuri's is love. And he gives his whole speech on love, and everyone's got to make it a face like, we didn't what's love this you? guy doing? <laughs> yeah, our love is abstract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, yeah that, Minako's like, oh, so we're just all abstract, huh? I love that. And uh, the last thing I have for the press conference is that Victor is like, oh, yeah, <laughs> remind me to burn that necktie later. <laughs> remind me to burn that unstylish necktie. And then uh, we get a little bit with Celestino is coaching Pitchett, who is Yuri's friend from previous years. And that's all I got on this episode. Yeah. Anything else? Episode five. Uh, It was nice to see Yuri have a fan and he's actually a very fun fan. You were saying? Mm hmm. That's about it. I do like the dog pass thing. I just think it's hilarious. I mean, I think I think it's a really great moment, too, because, yeah, to Yuri, like, that's the greatest failure in his life. But to this kid, he's like, what are you talking about, dark pass? You're fucking cool, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you remember that thing that you did a long time ago that you were super embarrassed about? I fucking love that shit. Episode six, China's on the Grand Prix series opening event. And unfortunately, at this point, we must say goodbye to Makachin. Poor dog has to stay home while they go to Russia or China. Sorry, Russia's later. Um, we get a little bit of what's going on in the rest of the world. In Canada, we get introduced to Jean-Jacques Leroy. It's him and Yurio. Uh, JJ took the bronze in the Grand Prix last year. Yurio, I believe it, uh, JJ took the gold and Yurio took the silver in Canada currently. Yep. Also, we, they, they, they speed by this, so I do not remember anything they say. These are yeah, like five seconds of that. shit. And then J- and JJ was the the bronze medalist in the Grand Prix last year where Victor won. So we get to, uh, I keep wanting to say everywhere but China. We get to China <laughs> and Victor wants to go out to eat. Yakov does not want to get hot pot with them. Uh, but while they're out there getting their hot pot, Pitchett Chulanant shows up, our Thai skater. But Pitchett invites <laughs> Chow Chow. <laughs> When when you was like, no, you don't have to do it. And he's like, oh, we invite you home. <laughs> Dude, they just invite everyone. I love that he called them Chow Chow, though. Yeah. And then he shows up and goes, Chow Chow. <laughs> they just literally invited everyone. Celestino and Victor get way too drunk. Yeah, they get Celestino's passed out on the table and Victor is stripping. And uh, I kind of like the little, like, I don't know, I, call me crazy. When they took the pictures right... And then they revealed they they posted on social media, or yeah. or sorry, just uh, who, uh, just the tie skater posted on social media, and the other two were like, "We didn't, we know better." <laughs> I kind of like, oh no, I kind of like th- that. That's later on, yeah, that chivalry. I know, but like that that happened yeah. here. No, I just like it. Pitch is like uh, telling his coach, like keep it together, and while he's doing that, he's taking a picture of his coach. 
<laughs> He's such a dick. Do y'all think that at this point, um, since the picture kind of implies that, you know, how close Victor and... Well, Victor's drunk, obviously, but how close Victor and Yuri are, do you think that they've done... Like, do you think the relationship is physical yet? No. No. Well, I did write that note and say, like, immediately... Er, and I wrote a note after. It's like, I wonder if this is going to get... If this will be a stupid question after the last episodes. I... <sighs> Kind of keep that train of thought in mind because I think there there's like a weird road I could go down with that, but now is not the time. I'm just going to talk about there was a scene that I hate the most and that appeals in one of these episodes. And when we get to it, I'm going to discuss it really heavily. Great. Uh, I assume that's now because we get introduced to Christoph Giacometti. <laughs> Anthony, thoughts on this guy as our formal introduction to Christoph? Um, I know. Yeah, okay, Chris, come on. What are you doing? Who is you? <laughs> Watch them hands, bro, or catch mine. That's fucking Victor's boy. You better back the fuck up. You know what I mean? Hey, Anthony, guess who's uh, my favorite character in your oh, Isis? No. Why do you like this pretty boy? Because this guy's great. This guy is all about his sexuality. Oh, yeah. This guy loves it. He's so problematic. <laughs> I don't know that he's problematic. He's definitely gross. He's a great person, dude. Nah. I don't know. I don't he, want people he loves his me. Boat way too much. <laughs> he just walked up and grabs ass. I, I I don't think he is. I don't think he's going around grabbing people's asses. I just, I think just he's got grabbing... major sexual harassment vibes. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying this guy likes what he's doing and he's doing great at it. I don't mind the character. I just I if, if there was some more, if there was like more of them too earlier I'd have felt less like oh he just violated fucking Yuri yeah why yeah. Victor's violating Yuri throughout the entire time cause I, I mean honestly after that I'm kind of like eh, after like his when he skates and stuff or whatever I, I'm god his skates so beautifully right yeah it's 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 very interesting but as a person I'm not a huge fan but like as a skating I don't know what to think but I know that I mean y'all just y'all just want to jump into that now no Okay. Because it's not here. First, we have to get through Pitchett. Pitchett goes and performs Shall We Skate from The King and the Skater. Was, is that a real movie? I think these are all original songs made for the show. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he just kind of does his routine. At one point, he falls and keeps going. He ends up with an 86.57. Anyone have anything to say about Pitchett's performance? Uh, I have his uh, music in my Spotify. And um, if I remember correctly, is this the first time a Thai person did this performance? Yes. And he made it completely his own, too, on top of that? I think they talk about that more in the second, like in his free skate. I could be okay. wrong. Um, okay, you might be right. But yeah, I mean, that that's fine to even talk about now anyway. Because, yeah, that, that is a good point. It, I forgot about that a little bit. I think Pitchett is just kind of boring. Um, and the fact that he uses like a theme song from a movie and then the song from that movie sequel is kind of like, come on, man, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I do think monkey's right that it is like cool that he's out there. Thailand, I guess is not a region known for figure skaters and a bunch mm -hmm. of people have done the song and he's out there effectively, you know, making history for his country. I think the real reason that I was just not into it and this is just a me thing. They, they, uh, I felt pushed hard to believe that he was doing something great. And mm. I personally wasn't seeing it. Sure. Because I totally like, understand that. Yeah, because Yuri was like, he's making the music his, his own. And I was like, sure. 
Like, I, I'm not feeling it, but but yeah. Yuri does. So, I mean, like, I'm just, so I feel like a bystander there. Like, I one way or another, I don't care. Yeah, it's a lot of telling not sewing. So, not to say that what he did was like, you know. No, I completely agree. Um, then we get a little bit of Guang Hong Ji performing La Parfum de Fleurs. I, he's like a very, very minor character. I don't think he ever comes back. Um, so, there's not really much to say here for me, unless you guys have something on him. Nope. And then we get to Yuri's performance. Um, and this is what you were talking about. And, and he's kind of like leaning into it where he wants to be hated as the man who took Victor from the world. And he relates that into his short performance, too. Yes. Which is pretty awesome, dude. Yep. Which is why, again, this this is where like the change, even though we keep getting arrows, it's the changes. It's the attitude that comes with it that, to me, makes it feel like fresh every time. Um, Victor tells him it's time to fight with your own charm and Yuri gets in close and he says, don't ever take your eyes off me. Yeah. (laughs) I wrote that and I was like, okay, Yuri. Okay. Yeah. He starts, he starts this one off by licking his lips and, uh, smile. And then he does his smile at Victor and (laughs) this, this performance is just like, it's with an entirely new confidence and an attitude that he didn't have before. And he, with a little bit of internal monologue we get from here is that, like, everyone wants to know the new me now. They're, this is a version of Yuri that hasn't been seen before, and everyone's curious, and he knows it. Um, but he also wants to show everyone that, basically, like, yo, Victor's mine. I'm the only, like, <laughs> I'm the only one for Victor. Yes, bitch, yes. <laughs> and he gets a 106.84. PB? Hell Yeah. Um, anything else on Yuri's performance from either of you before I move on? Uh, no, I'm good. Then we get, we meet, get to meet, uh, Georgie Popovich, who performs, uh, Karabas from Sleeping Beauty with his theme of heartbreak. This dude's intense. Fuck yeah, man. A, I like this guy, he's, actually. He's a lot. Really? I do not like him, dude. I, I just feel Phil's bad, man. <laughs> I, I, I can't say that I don't like him. I'm, I just wrote down like, dude, this dude's a lot. He is going through some shit. Uh (laughs) he just he needs he needs someone but see it's so good because uh in stark contrast to pitch it he feels like he's telling a story i mean yeah they they show it in like those cool storybook illustrations but it still feels better than just being like dryly told everything you know Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah and he he's playing the evil witch who put a curse on sleeping beauty because his girlfriend broke up with him (laughs) Oh my god, this thing makes no sense. Why does it make sense? No, it's just... I just don't know this guy. This guy is so emo, it's ridiculous. He's, He's super emo, dude. Uh, he gets a 98.17. Sounds like I want everyone to be unhappy. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, also, this guy is actually... I this, I do not like... This guy is an interesting character. I do not like him. But he has an interesting thing because he is, uh, he's basically Victor's understudy. Like he was in Victor's Saturday the entire time. So this is the one time he actually gets out to sign. And we can understand why, because he's a garbage person. Victor is this fun, loving, free spirit. And we get this dark guy and we expect to, we expect to cheer for him. You're right. He's intense, but again, I, I like his performance. No, I understand that completely. I'm only doing this doing this for joking side, but uh, <laughs> it's just very interesting to see a character that was in Victor's shadow for so long. Yeah, you're honestly you're not wrong. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, his life is very sad because he has the, he he's chasing gold that does not like him, and he's under Victor's shadow, which yeah, is really yeah, sad. On top of that, yeah. so this guy can't catch no breaks. Yeah, yeah, he's going through some shit. Yeah, dude, it's not going well for him. Um, we get a little bit of Leo de Iglesia. He performs to stay alive. He's fine, <laughs> I guess. Like, I don't really have anything to say about him. Is he the American one? Yeah. I I liked it. It's very American, though. Yeah, I think there was like some rap in there too, and everything. No, th- this is so weird. Um, this anime is very weird because we see this American guy, and he's wearing like men clothing. Like it's very mannish. Everybody else is wearing a mix of both. If you get what I'm saying, more androgynous costumes. Yeah, he looks like a fucking conductor. Yeah, no, he looks like a. Yeah, he he looks like he's in a marching band, but he's like trying to stand out. <laughs> and then we get Kristoff. We we don't even get a score for Leo. That's how inconsequential he is to the plot. Kristoff <laughs> uh, performs to Intoxicated. Dude, no. Um, before we talk about Kristoff's uh, performance, there was some there was some backstory that we completely glossed over. But like, Kristoff is one of those people that's a very slow starter. And then he like basically ramps it up. Yeah, he ramps it up like he ramps it. He ramps it up at the end. Like he he. (laughs) Which I mean, it makes sense how he is, but like you know what I'm saying. That's Um, the end of the podcast. We had a good run. That was was so good, dude. We've been talking about Victor's ass the entire time. Oh, that um, was so good. Yeah, but I think Anthony's just appreciating the joke. No, no, I know. But yeah. um, like Chris, Chris Neville, like shows off at the beginning. He's just like he's very slow, and um, he thought he didn't have no competition since Victor left because he thought Victor, Victor was always going to be his rival. So he was just like, ah, it's whatever. Like, who cares about all these fucking stuff? But since he saw Yoey, he's like, well, fuck this guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna do really well today too. So he decided to put it, put his best outfit, but it's not his best best outfit because he's still not like. Their mindset, but he put in his best effort. So it's like he's still he is he's not as good as he's supposed to be doing. Right. I mean, this guy last year when Victor won gold, this guy was the silver medalist. Yep. Yeah, and and th- this is when uh, if you remember back in the first episode, I said, and we get a quick shot of Monkey's favorite character. Yep, because he shows up because this fucking creeper's hanging out inside going. Ugh. I think he's holding up his medal, dude. Yeah, I don't probably. think he's doing that. <laughs> probably jerking off to it. I'm saying, we, we see Victor all over the fucking place. He's touching fucking you. He, he basically shows him to Yoi, like, fucking naked. But whatever, you guys. This guy yeah, cups but... Yoi's ass one time, and we already talk about sexual defense. While oh, no, 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 that's not my problem. My problem is this guy is, he needs to tone it down about, like, four levels. Um, I, I do like that Um, they frame this performance with being like the battle of the sex appeals though um between him Yuri and uh, you very like his, his innocent yet blossoming sex appeal where Kristoff is the very mature and confident sex appeal dude he was he even started off like i'm the only one that can beat you yeah also i feel like <laughs> i feel like i would like this guy probably about a hundred plus percent more if instead of performing to whatever the hell intoxicated is he did toxic by britney spears yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> oh my gosh i would be way more into him um 
So I have the battle for the sex appeals. I have a note on the butt shots, and I just wrote this fucking guy. It's great. Uh, well, it's not that great because he got an eighty-five point six. Again, slow starter, dude. Slow starter. And Yuri is in first place. Uh oh, for the first oh, time. No. Or is it established that? Yeah, that's the first time. Uh, yep. They establish it next episode, but yeah. Or they no, might even no. say it at the end here. Yeah, Yuri's not used to being forced. Good on episode six. Great on episode six. Episode seven, China's on the Grand Prix series opening event, the Cup of China Free Skate. Uh, Yuri didn't sleep, so Victor tries to get him to have a pre-performance nap. <laughs> He's like, don't worry, it's fine. I always slept until the last minute for my performances anyway. on in there with him. And uh, Yuri freaks out because he doesn't think Victor set an alarm. We get a quick bit of the warm-up. Victor says like, hey man, don't just go out and chill. Don't do any jumps. Save your energy. Because he knows that if he fails a jump, he's going to lose confidence. That's actually the first, I think, smart coaching thing he's done. Yeah. And then, of course, Yuri tries to jump and falls. <laughs> and then we come back to Guang Hong doing his free skate, which is the Inferno from Shanghai Blade with his theme of bonds and violence. Which I actually really like the intercut stuff on this one. I, I do like that, too. I did not like the music. Yeah, the music and performance didn't really leave much of an impression, but the, the way they cut to like, oh, the criminal has to go fight the, or the 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 lone Avenger or whatever has to go fight the criminal underworld, like that stuff's fun. Yeah. Um, we get Yuri freaking out a bit, and then we get more of the story. Where, <laughs> and the, he ends by taking the bullet for someone and falls over, which I think is a really fun. Kwong hmm. Hong ends with a 248.69 as his total score. And then next up, because he did so shittily in the first round, is Kristoff. Oh, my God. Rhapsody Espanol. Espanole. I, I don't know. It has a G in there. I don't know what that word is. Uh, so I did. I kind of liked I, in his inner monologue. It seems like before he gets all weird again, it seems like he's <laughs> kind of skating to bring Victor back in a competition. Mm hmm. I got that vibe. Well, I mean, he explicitly says a couple of times, I think, like, this won't be any fun without Victor. Which I guess is why I kind of got that. <laughs> so Victor drags Yuri away during this performance because Yuri's freaking out. And then we get the backstory of Kristoff uh, and Victor. Victor was already sta skating while Kristoff was a fan. And Victor's like, hey, man, see you at Worlds. Mm. To little kid Kristoff. Yeah, which, uh, I think they're, I think Victor's, what, two years older? Uh, Victor is 27, yeah. Yeah, and Kristoff is 25. Okay. Uh, but you guys forgot to talk about the fact that uh, you always like watching all this is unfolding and Victor has to go around and turn off the TVs because like you is freaking the fuck out. He's losing his mind. Yeah. And then, of course, we get the money shot from Kristoff. <laughs> oh, that glorious money shot. Dude, it zooms right in there. Yeah, dude. This 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 anime knows. Bring this in the Zamboni. Knows. And he finishes with a 283.81. And then Pitchett is back up, and he's performing to Terra Incognita from The King and the Skater 2. Um, I actually think this song kind of bops. It's, uh, it's got, it's, I mean, I probably wouldn't listen to it. It's not like a pop song. It reminds me of, like, Civilization. Like the game? Yeah. <laughs> like how that, like, that, the menu music for Civ Five like, <laughs> is oddly good. This sure. song kind of had similar vibes of like, oh, yeah, these are like some prehistoric sounded drums going on. 
It's probably some volcanoes happening somewhere. Hell yeah. Um, and th- this is where we get all the stuff of him trying to prove himself, like trying to, you know, put Thailand on the map for figure skating that we talked about earlier. We get, we cut over to the parking garage with uh, Victor and Yuri. Victor is covering Yuri's ears and telling him not to listen as everyone is cheering. Uh, oh, Pitchett got a 285.76. Still better than Kristoff. And then the next performer is uh, <laughs> Leo. Hold on. <laughs> I got to pull a monkey real quick. Did you guys see Pitchett's little hamster he was holding? The stuffed animals? Oh, I yeah. Don't. Oh, my God. They're so adorable. <laughs> yeah. With, is that like a thing? I don't know if that's a I know that's a thing for female kiss skaters. I don't watch ice skating at all, you guys. I don't know if that's a thing for male skaters. I think it's an anime thing, but... I fucking love it, though. I think it's adorable. Yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty dope. Stuff. It might be stuff that was, like, thrown onto the ice. Because as we see, people do that, apparently. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of like throwing flowers on a, after a play. Sure. So Leo does his performance, gets a 247.21. I don't have anything to say about that. I don't think they even really show it. <laughs> and Victor is thinking, how am I going to motivate Yuri? Ice skaters have such fragile hearts. But if they have fragile hearts, then maybe <laughs> I've got a plan. And he tells Yuri that, hey, man, if you don't win, I think I'll resign as your coach. <laughs> Which causes Yuri to uh, burst into tears and explain hard. that um, he's anxious because his performance reflects on Victor, which circles back to what I think you were trying to talk about earlier, Anthony, and thinks that he wants to quit. And Victor says, I don't want to quit. And Yuri's like, I know, man, I know you don't. And tells him that, like, you don't need to say anything. I just want you to have more faith in me than I do myself. Anyone, anything on the scene? Uh, I went and grabbed some ice. God damn. Oh, my God. Well, no, I mean, because I knew the next scene was him. Like, it was a motivation scene, right? Where he's like, just, I just need you to believe in me or whatever more than I believe in myself kind of thing. Yeah, no. I feel like it was pretty self-explanatory. I liked it, too. I don't know if I actually liked it that much. I was just kind of nodding. Like, of course. Like, yeah. I don't know. Because to me, I couldn't relate to this scene at all. And I I shouldn't be able to. You know what I mean? I'm not in a professional sports setting where, like, I'm nervous as fuck and need someone to calm me down. Well, that's not what that's. I think you missed the point of the scene. I may have. Yeah, you may have. (laughs) That's not what Yuri is saying. That's not what Yuri needs necessarily he well i mean yeah he explicitly says that i don't need you to say anything to me i just need you to believe in me no we realize right here this is one of victor's shortcomings he does not understand uh i wouldn't say human emotion but like how to console his um student yeah he knows what works for him but he doesn't know what works for yuri yep because i'm just saying to i'm just saying to everybody who's watching this yuri it's freaking the fuck out, dude. Like, I thought for sure that he might have dropped off to, from the deep end. But, like, like Yuri says later, like, he's like, I have always been um, not confident in myself. So I figured out a way to deal with that, even though he hasn't dealt with it very well. But, like, he said he has always dealt with that. I think that's one yeah. reason I didn't like this scene too much is uh, uh, we've get, we got pre- we already know about previous Yuri. We know that he's had a lot of confidence issues, right? And then the past two performances, or at least up until this point, this season, he has sparked and oozed with confidence for the most part. I would not say that at all. Um, I would say the second performance was a lot more confident. The first one was a lot more analytical. Yeah, but like, because he was literally like, he literally told Victor to like, you better keep your eyes on me. 
But the point of this is that for this is Victor's like first time coaching. And that's the big source of your the big source of anxiety for Yuri here, because he specifically says that his performance is going to reflect on Victor. He's not worried about going out there and looking bad. He's worrying worried about Victor looking bad because of him. If because he feels like if he doesn't win, that's fine. But then the world is going to look at Victor as if he failed as a coach. And that's what Yuri doesn't want. What I really like about this scene, especially since my first time watching this, I was really fucking stupid and did not pick up on like the the subtler like anxiety stuff, I guess, from Yuri. Or at least they weren't the focus for me watching it. But they have the exchange of Yuri saying that he's worried Victor wants to quit. And Victor shouts back at him, I don't. And Yuri just immediately shouts back at him, I know. Yeah. Which is just such a good representation of someone who, like, has those anxious feelings. of He knows that Victor is in it for the long haul. He knows he's on his side 100%. But there's still that nagging feeling of, like, I'm a fucking clown. This guy just wants out of here. Exactly. I think that's brought on a lot by the um, audience, right? Or not necessarily the audience, but, like, the whole, you know, the collective ice skating thing of where... They have this notion, which is probably slight, like some of it's true, is that everyone wants Victor to start skating again, and then the the blame is going to go on to him for being his coach, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot. I think that's a lot of his anxiety this season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the things I want to talk about in that scene is uh, the animation of Yori crying is pretty good animation. I like mm-hmm. it. And then the whole thing with um the coach breaking um the human heart. Is actually like based on the real thing, which is very interesting. There's a there's an interview with the coach, and when the questions were asked, like, "How did you prepare your skater for the session?" Whatever, he's like, "Oh, I just destroyed my skater's heart." <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, it's like a thing. So I'm saying, uh, some this anime does pull from real life experiences from different skaters. Inter- that's actually interesting. I didn't know that. So another thing. So we see that Victor is trying to fix Yuri's problem about this. Just saying, Victor being a fucking typical man trying to fix trying to fix his uh his partner's problems. Here we go. Victor, just listen to Yori. What are you doing? If you just listen to Yori, you would not have this problem. Don't try to fix everything, but you can't fix everything, Victor. Just listen to Yori. He is his coach. He is supposed to fix things. <laughs> <laughs> And that's my PSA, you guys. Listen to your partner. And monkey, yeah, he's got a good he's got a good point. Some people just want to be heard, man. That's all they want. Like you can hear them, but you're not listening. And as we'll see shortly, sometimes people just need a good fucking cry. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I want to talk about the crying. Yes, people need a good fucking cry. And you guys know what anime that came from? No. Jojo Bizarre Adventure Part Two. There's this great character. His name is Wham or Whamu, Wamu, depending or Wamu. And this guy gets destroyed by the main character. And this guy was about to win because he started crying. And he's like, "Every good man needs to cry. And Yori needs to cry." JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Two: Battle Tendency. Catch it. It's good. Oh, so good, so good. We get Georgie's second performance. Uh, he does the tale of the sleeping prince. Uh, we get a quick shot of Anya in the audience with her new boyfriend, and she's like, let's leave. Which, the fuck are you doing there if you're going to get pissed off when your ex starts skating like you didn't know he was going to be there in oh, one of the biggest nice competitions in the world? Is she? Yeah. Yeah, she's an ice skater. 
Oh, I missed that. Yeah. He finishes with a 252.44. <laughs> we get a quick shot of Yurio. Like, ah, shit, I forgot to watch the free skate. And then uh, moving into Yuri here. Uh, he skates over to Victor to give him a tissue. Oh, no, he dropped it. <laughs> and then what happens, Anthony? He touches the bald spot that I so fucking identify with. Fucking same, <laughs> bro, Victor. I feel you, dog. I don't have what you got going on underneath the bald spot, but I do got that bald spot. Uh, he also pats him on the head. <laughs> Which is a nice addition. Just pokes that spot and then gives him a couple little pats before skating off. What, and what does Yakov say? What does Yakov say? I think he said, uh, isn't it sad to see the fact that the skater is consoling the coach? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's what Yuri is doing. He's consoling Victor because he, he basically, Yuri basically said to Victor's face that you're doing a real bad job. Like, <laughs> all you have to do is listen to me. It's not that fucking hard, dude. Like, if you listen to my problems, everything be all right instead of you trying to fix it. Well, it, it, I don't think it was that. It was more just like, again, he wanted, he basically just wanted Victor to say like, hey, man, you're you're good at this. I believe in you. You're going to win. Uh, yeah, I just, this is actually, Mona, I think so far my favorite scene or performance in the whole, in all of the anime. Do you want to take it or do you want me to go and then you interject? Well, truly, like, I, the only thing I would do is just like, it's just, I don't know if I was in a, as I was in a mood or just like watching him. I don't know what it was, but I was just fucking feeling it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because he just went through all the shit and he still fucking destroyed it because this was his strongest performance thus far. Yeah. And it just, it felt that way. I don't know. I just, I loved it. <laughs> it's one of those things that's hard to explain. I agree. For me anyway, especially because I don't know enough about what I'm watching you know, on a technical level, but I, it was just, it felt it like his, it literally felt wholesome to watch. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Um, I'm just going to say Yuri's step sequence is so fucking good in this scene. Absolutely. Dude. It's so good. Uh, I do just want to mention that Yuri does do a brief monologue where like he kind of realized like, yeah, I mean, he's my coach, but he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like <laughs> Yuri is actually a seasoned skater. Like they're they're kind of in this together. They're figuring it out together, and that that's what he wants. He doesn't just want Victor to be his coach. He wants him to effectively be his partner. He wants a different relationship than just coach, like agent and talent. And then yeah, we get we get that jump. He does the quad flip. He changes one of his jumps to the quad flip, which is Vic- Victor's signature move that no one else does. <laughs> And he he got enough rotations, but he didn't land it. But everyone was still like, yeah. "Holy shit!" Yeah. And then uh, Yuri like sprints off the ice, and I think they're going for an embrace, right? Or no, no. So Victor's running to find the opening of the rink, uh-huh. and Yuri starts sprinting off, and they go for an embrace, and and Victor kisses him, right? Yes. No, no. Yeah. Here's the thing: this anime is good, but it's not a great anime. The problem with this anime is the sports and the romantic parts of this anime. You can be, like, both, but you have to choose a lane. It's not a fantastic romantic anime. You do see these two um, people's beings, like, in a relationship like that. The problem is, is there are moments where, like, okay, and here comes the kiss, and they cover up. I want to see two men's lips interlocking for a fucking kiss. I don't want there to be, is that a kiss? The reason why I'm like this is because when it came out, it was all over Twitter. Did they kiss? It can be interpreted either way if they kissed or not. So, I, I, I mean, I just read some stuff with the creator. Um, she did say that 
it was partially meant to be ambiguous whether I buy that or not. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like some like underlying homophobia stuff from the studios, whether it's like malicious or just afraid to show it. But also she goes on to say that the response from Japanese audiences and Western audiences was so different because the Japanese audience like understood it almost ubiquitously that they kissed there. And it was only Western audiences that had a problem with it. And it's just because of our cultural differences and how Western audiences tend to be way more uh, open and overt and explicit with that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I get what you mean. Whether it's through media or in day-to-day life and Japanese audiences um, cover up more. Well, I mean, just the, like the subtlety and reservations that they tend to have in their interpersonal relationships. They understood the clues and the actions to like there there were i guess no confusion there for them so yeah. i mean i get I, I see where you're coming from with that frustration and it does kind of suck that they couldn't just you know straight up so do it. Wh- whether it was yeah. because there were pressures from the studio or they thought that it wouldn't get through or they did it intentionally for some reason that i don't think i fully understand even if they claim they wanted it to be ambiguous but for me, there was never a doubt in my mind that they kissed. And I don't think anyone who is like seriously reading this series could make a good faith argument that they didn't kiss there. It's kind of a, to me, it's kind of a moot point. I just hate the fact there's a question. That's why I hate about it. Well, that's the thing. That, that's what I mean. I don't, I don't think it is a question. Okay. I mean, it's whatever. Anything to say on that little bit, Anthony? Um, without going to circle now, I, mean, I think that the, uh, I love that line to surprise you more than you surprise me. Like he fucking nailed that or well, not nailed it, but he tried the flip and like the whole introspective of that. And then like he literally saw Victor sprinting and then, yeah, that was, that was fucking to tie on the wholesome night at the end. Wholesome knot. And I was like, Oh yes. Yeah. And then we have, I think Yuri won with Pitchett taking silver or no, no. Pitchett got forced. Okay, so Pitchett got gold, Yuri got silver, and Kristoff got bronze. Yep. Yeah, okay. Which I'm just going to say, <laughs> Pitchett's performance, not that good. So yeah, he I did not deserve gold, no, and Kristoff did not Let's deserve go. bronze. Let's go, Yuri. No, yeah, I, I agree, dude. Kristoff, he deserves forced. He probably should have got, like, fifth. No, dude, he got forced. Like, fucking his sexual impact was better than Yuri's at all points. If you actually understood the rules of ice skating, you lose points every time you <laughs> ejaculate on the ice. <laughs> It doesn't matter because um, his performance is well good enough to... <laughs> well, that's why he still got bronze. He points. lost so many points. Oh, no, dude. He does not. He was like a goddamn sprinkler just... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Can you stop making fun of my main character? I mean... God, if, that, if his ending pose was instead of him just like... Whatever the fuck he's doing on the ground, he, he he literally just goes into the sprinkler pose with one hand straight out, the other one bent on his head, mm-hmm. and like his <laughs> pelvis thrust out. Oh man, Kristoff could be so much better. Let's jump into you, episode eight: Yuri versus Yuri, the horror. Rose Telecom Cup short program. Uh, now we're back. We're over in Moscow. Yurio arrives and he's met with all his fans who like <laughs> have a bunch of cats because I guess he's associated with cats. Apparently, he's the ice tiger of Russia. Uh, apparently, is that it? Yeah, there's just so many cats. <laughs> like so many. Like someone. Well, I mean, it's at yep. the end of his performance. Yeah, at the end of his performance, someone fucking threw a cat ears on him. 
perfectly. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> that was good. Yeah. We are introduced to Yurio's grandfather in present day, who made him Perushkis. I like his grandpa. And how does he repay him? <laughs> he says, hey, you ever tried Katsuda? <laughs> no, no, he breaks his back when they first meet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, but he was excited to see him. He forgot he had yeah, that. he's like, I got you some bread. He's like, have you ever had pork collar balls? <laughs> that is the thing I want to discuss. Yeah. So this anime is clearly not real life. It's like some distant universe where the world is fucking beautiful and peaceful. You get what I'm saying? Wait, hold on. What? You lost me at anime is not real life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I follow that train of thought. I'm saying this this anime is not realistic, like, whatsoever. I mean... What? First of all, all, all the characters can understand each other, even though they're from different countries. I, w- I would think, like, we're supposed to think that they're speaking English, probably. And also, like... Isn't, like, Russia, like, not good with gay people? Mm, no, I mean, it, you're not... It's like a taboo, right? And Victor's, like, openly gay? I don't think he's openly gay. So, another thing I read while I was looking up that scene is that apparently they say that the, this... Ex- Yuri on Ice exists in a world where homophobia does not exist. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, that's th- that's what I was saying. I'm like, this this is yeah. super, like, unrealistic. It's not interested in yeah. <laughs> tackling prejudice okay so uh we get to the reporter right yep <laughs> uh the, the, the victor is getting interviewed uh, yeah uh victor is russia's hero yeah and she's also i like that that question the don't you want to uh what compete against yuri and not coach him like if he's this good mm-hmm. and then he's like hey everyone check out it's yurio it's he's yurio. here <laughs> i like how he's like mainstreaming that his name is yurio too yeah. even though his name's actually yuri <laughs> Yurachka. And we also find out that uh, Yuri needs fourth, right? Or higher? Yeah, I think there's a rundown. Which I'm just saying the rundown is confusing again. Uh, it is not. Well, I don't know if it's conf- it's 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 confusing in that it's quick. I think if you rewatched yeah. it twice and we're actually like if you paid attention and listened and if you just opened your ears and listened. I mean, the main the main takeaway is that six people qualify for the finals. Two of them are already qualified. I believe it, 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 it this comes in later. No, it's right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Two are confirmed for the final out of six. Which um, is Chris and JJ, right? Uh, it's Chris and... I think it is JJ. Or does JJ perform? JJ performs. So it's not JJ. No, I forget who the other one is. But uh, the, the people performing here are ones who are not confirmed. It's uh, JJ, Sung Gil Lee, uh, Mikel Crispino, Emil Nicola, the two Yuris. Uh, and technically, Pitchett is not, he's not performing here, but whether or not he qualifies depends on who qualifies from this. The scores. Yeah, it just depends on the scores from here. So it's, who the fuck is the other one that's... It's gotta be someone we've already seen. Is it the American guy? I don't remember, maybe. I don't know. I don't think it matters that much. We'll figure it out next episode. <laughs> yeah. We get to the elevator where we meet the rest of the skaters, basically. We'll talk about them later. Instead of in a big group now. He's a little shit. Yeah, fuck him, honestly. I, I mean, yeah, we could talk about Sun Gilly now if you want. Because he's the first step. That's all I had was Sun Gilly's a little shit. <laughs> he's just an interesting skater. He's very I mean, we have uh, to talk technical. about a couple of the other ones to talk about him. Okay, I mean, yeah, no, that, that's fine. Just because he's first up and I want to talk about them as we get to them. Yeah, we get the brother-sister like combo and he's just, the yeah. brother's being real defensive. And Gil's, or Sun Gilly's like, nah, I'm here for the 
the the tournament. She's like, you could be a little bit more considerate when you deny me. And he's like, why? <laughs> Which right, I like that so much. And then she's like, hey, Yuri, what a fuck? I res- don't get me wrong. When I say he's a little shit, I respect him for being a little shit, but he's still being a little shit. And Yuri just climbs to the other side of the elevator and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to Gets in the this. elevator with Yurio. Not yeah, as good of an elevator scene as Evangelion. Wait. <laughs> I'm not being ironic, actually. No, dude, because the elevator scene is fantastic in Evangelion. Yeah, I don't I don't think really much happens there, right? I can't remember anything that happens in the elevator. So, are we just jumping to the performances? Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think Yurio and Yuri just have a... A little quick moment. I don't remember what it was. I don't think it was very important. It's probably Yuri will be like, you suck shit, <laughs> you pig. <laughs> and then I think we go right into performances. Yeah. Yeah. And that so Sung Gil is the first up. He performs to Alavi- Alma Vivo. Uh, his- before that, we get a scene with uh, Michael, the little kids under the blanket mm-hmm. trying to watch uh, the <laughs> show, which I fucking love. I just love the fucking mom coming in yelling at kids. It's just so funny. He's like, go to sleep. <laughs> uh yeah, so Sung Gil's performance, Alma Vivo is his um his song and his theme is greed. Um they say that it is similar to Yuri, which is totally true because he's got that like slight um like Spanish um mariachi sort of yeah tinge to his music. Yeah, I like the music. Which, I didn't like his costume that much. It seemed for uh, it seemed pretty basic for few. It literally looked like a mariachi guy. Like it seemed kind of way too like on the nose and basic for figure skating. His costume, he literally just came from like a fucking pride parade, my man. <laughs> it was just fluffy and multicolored. Like it just seemed basically. I mean, I guess it's not rainbow now that I look at it. But dude, he's I I don't know. I kind of like it. It's I, very bird esque. I mean, do you? Everyone, yeah. It's just, it's just an opinion. I just, I mean. He looks like a fucking parrot. I think he has really good step sequence. Yeah, it's very similar to Yuri's. Has a very similar flavor, or at least to Eros. This is where we keep getting all the little the, the three girls too talking about sex appeal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like, I'm pretty sure the triplets are live tweeting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I I like like I'm glad that they just like they didn't stress it. They were just like real quick with that like and sex appeal like it's it almost sounded like they didn't know what they were talking about which yeah probably i mean they, they're just fans of the sport <laughs> yeah yeah he ends with a 91.83 and also this is where we get with the thing i talked about earlier with him going like oh that jump with this multiplier mm-hmm. and this many rotations i get that many points i like this guy yeah honestly that like again i still think he's a little shit but i i like him uh, and then a meal happens. Who's the dude who is hitting on Sala in the elevator? He is completely non-consequential. <laughs> he gets an eighty-two point four three. And then we get Mickey, who performs to La Home or Home Arm from Destiny of Nights. Ed Anthony, I want to know what you think about Mickey. Big fan of the costume. Okay, he's got to fucking chill with the sister thing. <laughs> But good on good on them for like making a character that has this complex, but they he literally says, but not a physical love. And I said, thank God they wrote that. And then it basically does some fucking pinup shots. Yeah, and I also wrote that. I like how we have to like applaud animes for not having incest. I was saying this uh 
this brother sister complex is like a big anime trope. Sure, but like I uh, and I yeah. kind of enjoy that the, the, like he has the complex and she's like, it's got to stop. Yeah. Eventually, like no. we're gonna both lose. No, she says that. Yeah, she does. Like immediately. <laughs> First, the rope bro back up off your sister. The facts. <laughs> also, he does his sister's combination. Like he does a combination jump that, and the announcer's like, "Oh, only his sister does that one." Uh, he ends with an eighty-nine point six five. Uh, she basically says that they need to learn how to be apart, or it's they're both gonna get ruined, basically. And she understands that he doesn't, so she's like trying to distance herself a little and become her own person. Oh, uh, so I'm just telling the guy who has uh, is number one in the standings. We have not met him yet. Okay. We learn that Yurio's grandpa isn't coming, which, fuck you, grandpa. Come on, Gramps, you better have a goddamn good excuse for not showing up to this fucking event. I think he does have a reason. Oh, uh, no, I'm, I, they better, or I'm gonna be very fucking angry at Gramps. I don't remember. <laughs> but, it's Yuri's turn. I love everything about this beginning sequence. Unless it's you have anything so before. good. Okay, yeah, where he's kind of like... He, like, throws his shit back, and everybody's like, holy shit, look at Yurio. And then he's like, Yuri. move out of my way. Wait, oh, it's Yuri's first, right? Yeah, Yuri is first. Okay, never mind. We'll, we'll come back to that. I mean, this is still very good, because 100%. Yuri's about to go out there, and he pulls Victor real close, and he's like, the performance has already begun. Yeah. Oh, my God. I Okay. Yeah, dude, this was real, like, fucking, like, because he even walks out there and be like, I've already started, too. Yeah, and... The, the whole attitude of this one is like now he's like I'm in Russia. Basically in everyone's face Victor's fucking mine. You think you're gonna take him from me? Come at me, motherfuckers. Yeah. I said get it. You You have to intimidate them. Yes, bitch. Yes. Yeah. His whole thing was I gotta intimidate them before they intimidate me. Fuck it up, daddy Yuri. Let's go. <laughs> what Hell the fuck? yeah. And then uh, at the start to to start his intimidation he blows a kiss at the judges yeah his performance ends with a 109.97 and then we get yurio oh whoa 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 before we get to that you guys did you did you guys see what was happening at uh yuri's feet oh yeah there was food pillows i fucking love those food pillows i i love those and i really want to get some food pillows yeah he even skates up so yes, with a couple of them yeah exactly so good and in a fucking yo-yo um, what's called meets up with him and he's like, out of the way, piggy or oh, pig. Yeah, even before that, dude, when Yuri like or Yurio flips off his shit to reveal his costume and like his appearance, everybody's like, Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, he's like, out of the way, piggy. And then like I like how the response between Victor and Yuri was like, Good luck. Good, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah, it's like, like oh, this is Yurio's real agape. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they're like, it's gonna <laughs> like he's gonna do well. Let's do this, bro. All, all the characters are real supporting of each other, though. Yeah, it's one of the things I love about this series. Yeah. It's just, like Anthony has been saying, it's just so wholesome. Even, like, the shittiest characters mostly turn out to be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for Kristoff. Fuck can, you! Fuck I, was gonna, I was gonna do a joke about Kristoff, but wait. He's good. He's fantastic. <laughs> uh, there's, uh, they go to the podium, and Victor is kissing Yuri's skate. Oh, hold on a second. What? You didn't see that? No, I did. I'm just that you missed one of the best quotes in the series. Quote. Um, Yurio misses his first triple, right? Uh, that's no. I mean, maybe. But this is I'm not in the performance yet. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Continue then. Well, he kisses the skate and then they both yell. Good luck, Yurio. And then the performance starts. So, yeah, go ahead, Anthony. 
Uh, well, I mean, I so he, yeah, he does his performance, and it's actual agape for the most part. Or he doesn't. He's he's not feeling very agape though. He's not because his grandpa's not there, and that's the reason he gets agape. Mm-hmm. But he's he's out of it because his first like I think his first triple he he fucks up, and uh, I, I believe so. Like I, 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 he fucks up one of his like an easy triple, like for, especially for him who can nail quads like nothing, right? Or that we're led to believe anyway. Well, I don't. Yeah, sure. No, no, no. He said he said he does not fail. He did not fail them since like two yeah, years. Yeah, that, like that was just like yeah, that was like I haven't fucked that up forever. Triple, yeah. yeah. And then like, and even the judge when he does his quad later, or actually let's let's talk about this first. So he fucks up his triple and he gets right back up and then just starts destroying the rest of it. Right? He just mm-hmm. like after that he's done. Like that's it. And then uh, the ballet premiere says, "Have pride in yourself as a work of art." Mm-hmm. And that is a fucking fantastic quote. Just in general for your life, bro. <laughs> Have pride in yourself as a work of art. I want everyone to just think about that for just a quick second. That's actually really good. I'm, it really I'm the is. fucking Andy Warhol suit painting. <laughs> if I'm a work of art. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some people argue that I'm artistic, but anyone who's not a clown will be like, what the hell are you talking about? It's just soup. Just some basic ass soup. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like that so much because like it, it kind of also shows like that. I think it's even hammered home more because when he does his like quad into whatever he did, the judges were like, it, it's amazing that he's never performed this before, which in practice, we know that he nails quads because mm-hmm. that the reason he's not allowed to do or wasn't allowed to do them until this year. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 And it's like, it's amazing. Like they even had them kind of tricked. I don't know if tricked is the word, but. I don't know. I like Yurio's performance myself. Yes, I I did too. I think Yurio, yeah. Also, yeah, his uh, his costume fucking rules. I think, yeah, I think uh, like they're they're leading this to me. It's Yuri versus Yurio. Still, even with Chris up in there, you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, it is called Yuri on Ice. Yeah, but uh, and they're you know both I mean? battling for Victor. Are they anymore? I feel like Yuri's won that no matter what. Yeah, I guess that's not. Yeah, sure. Then we get the cat ears that everybody likes. We do get the cat ears. So we're getting to JJ, Jean-Jacques Leroy. Jean-Jacques Leroy, sorry. Um, He's skating to the theme of King JJ. (laughs) Fucking JJ, (laughs) my man. I want to hear your thoughts on JJ because it hurt it. You said it earlier how much you hate him. It made me so happy. And I will explain why, but Anything you have to say about JJ, go. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like, uh, it, it's hard to say hate in this because everything is wholesome as fuck, but he is not. I just don't like him. He's the reason that I avoid anime. <laughs> that fucking personality of just like, I'm better. And there's no reason that you've ever seen to believe otherwise, except for me, myself narrating and telling you that I'm better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, if they wanted a cocky asshole, they made him. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. First time I saw this show, 100% same page as you are right now. I agree with you. I hated JJ when I met him. Um, By the end of the series, though, the next four episodes, fucking oh, love JJ. Psh, sure. Um, JJ is like one of my favorite turns in anime. He might have my favorite scene in the entire series. All right. I'm excited. I friggin' love JJ and like coming through coming at this performance now from the lens of how I understand JJ by the end 
is like totally transformed. Like, wait, I thought you loved JJ Monkey. I do. I said at the very beginning I didn't like him. Oh, okay. I don't. I must have talked to you after. Like while I was like, I think I was in the process of watching it, and you had already completed it. Because I remember us being very at odds about JJ, <laughs> and you loved JJ, and I was like, "Fuck JJ." I yeah, got something man. here. Yeah, go. If you guys are done with JJ, well, oh, I'm the fact never that done with JJ, JJ has a trap stamp is kind of hilarious. <laughs> like, why would you have it right there? Uh, well, are you skipping all the way past JJ? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and t- cover all JJ. I gotta talk about JJ. Do it. Um, for one, JJ style is hilarious, and I love it. JJ style, <laughs> and just the way like the audience loves him and like sings along. Yep, so good, so good. And there's actually a bit of narration in this that is kind of like he definitely comes off as like that cocky asshole who thinks he's so great, but he has a line that's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be at the top of the world, and I'm fucking bringing everyone else with me." Yeah, that is, yeah. Like he, he he doesn't have this attitude of like I'm gonna look down on everyone. He's like I'm gonna elevate everything. Yeah, he yeah he does he did say that yeah. In a way that I totally understand if that even still now comes off like as that, but having the full context of JJ actually feels kind of good and wholesome. I, dude, like I said, like I I went into this thinking he's a dick, and you, I'm ready for the the the, the turn. He does a quadruple lutz which is like extremely fucking hard and they make a big deal of that. And of course he ends it with his JJ style, <laughs> which I freaking love. <laughs> so funny. Uh, he gets a one thirteen fifty six, and you can talk about whatever you wanted. Oh, um, let's go. I, I have the theme of JJ as a song in Spotify and I bop to it all the time. It's such a good song. He is the king. Yeah. So this is where I wrote, like, this feels like such, I, I could be wrong because I'm not associated with that at all, but this feels like a really good time to mention that this feels like a, like a very much a nod or an ode to figure skating in general. Um, I don't know if that's what actually goes through figure skaters' heads. You know, like we get the, the Korean guy who's actually doing the math as he's doing the stuff. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, like we get like a Yuri perspective where he's like, well, actually we've had a lot of different Yuri perspectives while he's skating, honestly. Yeah. But then, you know, like, Yurio is kind of like, it seems he's just pretty consistent in that, like, am I actually feeling what I need to feel right now? And why am I not? Like, mm-hmm. is that, it, like, if that's true, that that's what goes on in the heads, then I'm like, more power to you, Yuri on Ice. Like, for staying true to a form while you also make a show about it. You know, keeping it as realistic as possible. So even, like, like I don't know, if, if you guys ever, like, watch something that's in your field of, like, your career or something, like, for anyone, and they actually, like, go to the, go above and beyond to make it accurate like if i ever watched like a pilot film and it actually seems real like they're saying the proper nomenclature airplane the proper like you know no, definitely not airplane <laughs> but uh you know like just shit like that like they go like they do their research like that's and it's such, usually it's such an easy thing to do you just like you could literally ask somebody like how like what is this what what happens when you when you figure skate what goes through your head during competition like, it's such an easy thing to ask and then to just, like, and, and I feel like it's an easy thing to incorporate. And a lot of people don't do it for some reason. Maybe it's not an easy thing to incorporate. I don't know. But I feel like they do it very well because you get multiple different introspective monologues while they're figure skating. And 
I don't know. It just, it seems real to me. Like it's a very good world building, even if it's not true, to be honest, it's a very nice world building, world building technique that keeps me in it. Um, well first real quick, like to, to your point, cause I, I think that is like a really good point. Like I said, at, like when we started this anime, at least from like a technical perspective, the, uh, figure skating community has said like Yura and Ice is very good at actually portraying it. Um, I haven't seen any comments one way or the other when it comes to mentality and like what's going through their head. I can bet that, that there was more going on in the mind of these skaters. They're, they're, they're taking the emotions and putting them into words. Like, cause I, I wouldn't be surprised if those emotions are represented, but the words probably aren't, they're probably not thinking that way. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there were like some competitors like Sun Gil who were actually able to just do the calculations on the fly. But ba- based on what I've <laughs> heard from people that have competed in many other things, I've never like competed professionally at anything, but I'm a pretty competitive person. And when I do like compete in something that feels like an actual competitive thing, more often than not, the mental state isn't thinking it's like a fucking blackout. Mm-hmm. You just kind of coast through it. And I mean, I've read like countless numbers of interviews with like athletes and stuff where it's like, oh, what were you thinking during that? You're like, I don't even remember playing that match. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) It happened five seconds ago and I don't remember it at all, dude. Like a different part of you just takes over. Um, Have you guys ever had that before? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, they, that that's a, probably a combination of my general anxiety and competitive, but... I don't think it's an anxiety thing. I mean, it could be for you, but... Oh, I mean, part of it is, like, when, whenever I would have to give, like, presentations and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, to believe it or not, I was always, like, really complimented on my presentations. But it's very much a thing of just, like, lizard brain takes over, and I just go, and then I'm like, huh, that was interesting, that was weird. There's yeah. like no thought process during it. And I, to kind of circle it back, I guess my point is that like a show like this is, it probably understands that. And that's probably, I would have to imagine that's what like happens to most people, but it's trying to put more narrative on it because that's a much harder thing to portray than some, than actually following someone's thought process. All right. So we're done with JJ. Yeah. Makachin ate buns. <clears throat> and is sick. So Yuri needs to go back. Yuri, sorry, not Yuri. Victor needs to go back to Japan for one day. And he asks Yakov to coach <laughs> Yuri tomorrow <laughs> for the next day. Anything else on Yuri on Ice episode eight? No, I think I'm good. I was very, this is nothing to do with Yuri on Ice, but I'm, I'm just really upset that that's our cliffhanger episode. I know. I saw it. I'm like, that's a bummer. It is very much a Part bummer. Part of me like almost wanted to see if we could push nine, but it didn't seem like a good idea. The energy that I brought at the beginning of this, because I actually finished this like 40 minutes ago before we started this podcast. <laughs> so if there's some there's some sad vibes at the beginning, it's because I just watched this dog. Like, we're not sure if he's going to die or not. Yeah. Any projections? Kristoff has some hot takes. Who do you think is going to win the tournament? Uh, that's actually a very loaded question for me. Just say one person, dude. There's one person you have not seen. But, but uh, yeah, all the other competitors you've met. Yep. And I'm sure you can guess who's going to be in. <laughs> yeah, the the two that probably picked it. Uh, Yuri, Yurio, the unknown competitor, and uh, the Thai guy. 
Wait, the two that picked it? Uh, the two that was already, sorry, the two that was already in. Yeah, that's that's Kristoff and the guy you haven't met. Oh, those two? Yeah, those two are in. And then there's the two Yuris. So there's two, who do you think the last two are? Uh, uh, what's his name? Starts with a P, the Thai guy. Pitch it. Yeah, Pitch it. I believe he's going to be in. You know the answer. Is it the brother? <laughs> no. Well, okay. no, don't don't spoil it for yeah, me. Yeah, I won't answer any further. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I just I kind of he was the most mem- mem- memorable for me. I think. Really? That that's just a me thing. Just because his sister was really hot. Any uh, hot takes? Bold predictions? Um, Closing thoughts? Uh, you think we're gonna hear Eros again? Yeah. Okay. I think Yakov <laughs> is going to coach Yuri. <laughs> I said hot takes and bold predictions. Okay. Uh, he didn't want to, so. <laughs> no, I don't really have anything. You think after the season, you think Victor's going to come back to skating, or you think he's going to coach again? I think he's done. You think he's done? Yeah. Coaching and skating? Oh, I don't know about that. And that's a good question. I never thought, I haven't thought about that. Uh, I just I think he's done skating because he even his own words were like I can't surprise people anymore so uh, I'm done. But maybe Yuri is the greatest surprise. Well, I mean, then he might be able to. Yeah, he might keep coaching. Do you think anything really big is gonna happen next four episodes? Like something that's crazy. The dog lives. <laughs> do you think the show would kill? A do- I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember about the fucking dog. But either. do you think this is the kind of show that's gonna kill his dog? I mean, he killed off Yuri's dog in the very beginning. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that wasn't the. They're same. on a good track record. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite character still, or so far? Uh, it's still uh, uh, kind of a pretty even tie between Yuri Victor. Okay. Do you have a, a favorite competitor? Yurio doesn't count. Yeah, Chris. Okay. Yeah. And that's the end of um episode whatever, the second part of Your and Ice. Uh next week we're gonna cover up the third and the last part of Your and Ice. Next time on my first anime. Will Sal listen to Yuri on Ice or just try and fix all his problems? Um so I have a problem with this thing over here. Will Anthony's anime choice be total dog shit again? All right, boys, my pick. We're going right back into it, baby. Evangelion movies two and three. Let's go. Oh, my God. Will Chris move up from the bottom of the cool list? Listen, I mean, it's all relative. If if you're making our own cool list, obviously, you guys are going to put yourself at the top. But if we're going to, like, crowdsource it, I think we know how it goes. <laughs> Find out next time on my first anime. Thanks again for listening to My First Anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at Chris R. Bailey or hear me play pretend on the actualplay.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12 Speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of Speed Energy as our outro. You can come to my stream, STMonkey at Twitch, where the O is a zero in monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. I play single-player games and multiplayer games, well, sometimes multiplayer games, Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at STMonkey, also O is a zero, and my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dog photos of my dog. He's a poodle. And situ. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime, or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both Sir Paperplate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to 
My, My first, first anime. anime.